The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Forum! Fantastic Forum! Assemble! You are watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll be taking up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You'll love him anyway. He's our silent assassin. Jay. Hello. Indeed. Indeed, hello. <laughs> Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh-invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? And as for myself, my name's Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today because we are going to be reviewing uh, the first for the first time a uh, 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 food item. We'll be reviewing Little Caesars, the Batman Calzone, and we're going to be bringing you a review of uh, the Secret or Secret X Men number one, and of course uh, the latest and greatest in comic book news and whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. And we'll tell you how it is that you can let us know what it is you want to be talking about or how you can chime in on what we're talking about in just a moment. Uh, also, we should shout out Oz. He won't be with us tonight, unfortunately, but he's with us in spirit. And, uh, you know, you'll still be seeing his wonderful mug later on anyway. Uh, yeah. So but before we do all that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because without him, the show wouldn't have happened. So thank you, Scott. Hope you're doing well. Good, sir. Uh, and uh, without further ado, I guess we should go ahead and tell you all how it is you can get down with Fantastic Forum. So uh, here's how. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. There it is. There it is. Thank you, intern. We appreciate you. Oh, we, we have witty, witty chat comment <laughs> Bring, brought, being brought directly into the show. Read that out, Jay. Uh, Oscar Bermejo says, I'm in chat. Oscar Bermejo, you say? Who's well, that? thank you, Oscar Bermejo. Great. Ho thank you for supporting the show. We, we hope you have a good time. Hit the like. <laughs> right. Sub subscribe, Oz. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> Oz is the only, only member of Fantastic Forum less supportive than Jay. <laughs> Tiger Clown no, wants to know if we watched Boba Fett. I have something to, to say about that, which is actually not my words, but there are someone else's words. <laughs> Jay, what is this crazy preamble right here? Like, I have something to say about that, which is not my words, but the words of another. Please listen intently as to get the entire breadth of it's their information. It's his Gettysburg address. Right. I'm like, Jay, what? Say what you're going to say, Jay. Say it with your chest. 
All right, so Dan Slott uh, actually did talk about Boba Fett, uh, basically saying uh, my take, and he basically calls episode one a good setup, episode two amazing, episode five one of the best episodes of The Mandalorian, episode <laughs> six great live action Star Wars TV, episode seven big dopey fun. Uh, episode seven was a lot of pew, 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 turn your brain off, let yourself regress back to that little kid who loved playing with Star Wars action figures, and you'll have a good time. So that, that is, there you have it I, from the man himself. Look, that, feels like facts. that feels like facts to me. No no lies detected. I saw it. I, 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 can't, I, re I can't regress it to that guy that played with the Star Wars toys, because... My mom gave one well, of my toys away to some kids in Mexico. Damn. <laughs> so, Damn. And, she, and here's the thing. She told me that some lady that she was letting stay at the house took them and gave them to her kids in Mexico. Like, mm -hmm. that lady stole them. I grew up hating that lady. Oh, I, was, I, was gonna, I grew up hating Mexicans. That's what I would have taken away from it. I was like, oh, you know, you're painting that lady. Yeah. Like, that's the, is that the dog whistle? Like, yeah. all the white supremacists are like, yeah, that lady. Like, they're like, let's go, that lady. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And then it turns out my mom lied. She just gave it to some kids in Mexico. I assume in Mexico that lady's kids were in Mexico, so I, I'm sure there had to be some truth in it. I thought, well, like, why, why, if she's lying about the lady, why would she lie about, why wouldn't she lie about the location? Like, why, why don't, how do you know that your next door neighbor I, just doesn't have them all? I, like, I don't know. You, look, if I can't explain my mom, you can't either, man. That's like, fair. That's fair. You know, You're right. You're right. My mom makes no sense. So, but, so because your mom gave away the toys, now you can't enjoy the final the season finale of the book of I, know, I haven't seen it? it i haven't seen oh got you got yeah. you got you yeah. well listen i we, we're not going to talk about it until next week anyway because you know for respect from the audience like i it, i like i don't want people to like get spoiled but they had their chance to watch it it's been almost 24 hours <laughs> Oh, no, I didn't have right. a chance to watch it yet. Not, yeah, no, no, you're a fake ass Star Wars fan. Joe. Like he hasn't, you haven't watched the first episode. <laughs> I, I, I did watch the first one, didn't I? You've only watched the first episode, but I'm giving you the benefit of that. I don't think you've seen the first episode. No, I, <laughs> I, I saw it when we went to wait. No, that was something else. That was Hawkeye. Okay, yeah, you're right. I haven't seen Boba Fett yet. <laughs> Look, I was waiting for Jay but to I'm, be like, I have I, I have something to say that someone else told me four score <laughs> seven years ago. No, I, I was dreams. waiting so I could watch them all at once. Yeah. Like Hawkeye. Look, you had 24 hours to watch them all at once, man. No, I, I got to work. You don't even like that job. Right. I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I know. I don't like that job. You should just quit today. Yeah, so you dude. can watch, you can binge Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> if only I could. Yeah, I'll quit. Tiger Claw, 
I wants to know if any of us saw Moonfall over the weekend. No. I'm going to answer for myself and say yes. I didn't. Um, Did you go see it on Tired Bob's birthday in in celebration of Tired Bob's birthday? Um, Yeah. yeah, That's that's exactly what (laughs) I did. Good good answer, Jay. Good answer. Way to go. Good job. No, there you go, I, uh, Fantastic Form loves you. It it was a little slow, honestly. Like compared with Roland Emmerich's other films, it didn't really have as much going on. Um okay. and I probably should not have seen it, like paired it with the movie I saw before because I was Which just too good at time. Oh, I, I saw Jackass Forever. Oh, nice. Oh that was man start to finish, laughing the whole way. And it's a crossover yeah. too, right? Because it has the dude from Loiter Squad in it. Um, <laughs> Is Eric from Loiter Squad? Uh, I think so, the black dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Loiter Squad. Oh, okay. Eric Andre. Oh, no, not Eric Andre. The other dude. There's another dude. One of the... Oh, I don't... I'm actually not familiar with that guy. Oh, Tyler, the creator, is in it, and he is in Lawyer yeah. Squad. Yeah, yeah, they shocked the shit out of him. <laughs> like, literally? Like, literally, they had that dude on a piano bench, and they electrified that shit. <laughs> That's not cool. That's not cool. It, it, it was it was so much he fun knows, watching these guys hurt doing. themselves. Yeah. Like, and, two at the same time, it's like, why would you? Like, Aren't those I, guys I, old I, now? Yeah, yeah. That's why we have the new guys. Like the main that's guys the are old, one. but it's like it's the old guys and it's a group of new guys. So it's kind of like passing the torch. Like uh, one of the new guys, he, he like uh, jumped into uh, cactuses. It's like they don't such do such a bad anymore. idea. Yeah, but they were oh, out did there. Any of the old guys like, get hurt, dude? Yeah. No, like Knoxville almost died. Sheesh. Like. That's not cool. Like legit, he was he got knocked out by a bull, was on the ground, not moving, snoring. So we did know he was alive. But yeah, he he was out for a minute. He, uh, I hope uh, he gets to retire. He, he got hit he got hit so hard that no, he he's not actually retiring. became he became depressed. Like his brain chemistry was altered from that concussion, and he woke Damn. up with me. You know, after the hit, he was still concussed, and he woke up one day, and he was just depressed. Like, and, and they're like, "Yeah, you, it jostled that chemical <laughs> in your brain, and now you're depressed. So you have to take medication and shit." Because that's not cool. Hey, hey, and look. he's gonna be wrestling now, so yeah, he's wrestling. not taking it easy. He was he's in, in the he's in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, coming up. Uh, he, every time they interview him about it, it's the best because he goes into wrestler mode. He's like calling them all pussies and shit. <laughs> and he's got a crown. Yeah. Does Does Johnny not? I mean, Johnny Knoxville has money, right? He doesn't have. Oh to yeah. Wrestle. No, he doesn't have to wrestle. He doesn't have to do yeah. jackass. Like he's set. Like he's good. Like he just wants to do like, that. Yeah. Like in fact, realistically, he could make more movies. Like yeah. his movies always do generally fine. Like mm-hmm. if you need a money, he could just do another 
B movie For and us. put it's it in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Like he doesn't have to do all this stuff. He does it because he loves doing it. I just like, don't want him to get hurt. And Steve O is like, he's a dude that he's sober and he's like, I have to do it because I was out of my mind when I did it the first time, high as fuck. And I have to prove to myself that it wasn't the drugs that made me that great. It's- yeah, I don't feel like Steve O has to do that. I feel like, hey, look, look, let's let him feel that, okay? Because I like to laugh. Yeah, Steve-O's Steve-O's you don't like hurt. the Pucano, Larry? You don't like a Pucano? No, I don't like Pucanos. That, that <laughs> honestly, no, really, the, the, the poop from, I don't even, what, what was the, what did, there was poop in the first jackass, right? There's always poop. But I think like, there's okay. always poop. Yeah, okay, so the, I'm pretty sure. Shit in the empty toilet. Yeah, which was, that was in the first jackass movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen a jackass movie since then. Because <laughs> I was just like, that's too much for me, man. That's like, you gotta draw a line somewhere. Human feces, it turns out, is my line. <laughs> like, I'm all for a good laugh, but going to Home Depot and pooping in toilets, I'm like, oh. And well, it's not even so much pooping in toilets because honestly, that concept is hilarious to me. Showing it to me is where I'm like, oh, well, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand that, you know initially like i feel like they didn't show it a long time but still it was more than enough for me where i'm like oh dude like i don't think i should pay money to do this <laughs> so yeah so i haven't seen any of the other ones this one looks hilarious and joe oh, said it was so hilarious funny. yeah which i believe but i don't want to see any more poop so that's i might have to you, wait there was some yeah it's like even yeah. if you don't like poop there are some great segments like that are just worth seeing. Listen, if I could get the poopless edition, I would watch that. <laughs> and, and I don't, you know, hopefully there's no like gore. Like I don't feel like they ever show people getting hurt badly, but yeah, I don't think that there's only the a little one. blood. Yeah, I don't mind a little bit of blood, yeah. but like I don't, you know, hit his head. Yeah, in the treadmill thing. Oh, but I don't want to see more poop. I'm good. I'm good. So anyway, also I would say, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and this is honest, actually my first Jackass movie. What? So, what made you yeah, start with this one? I. It's not that I dislike Jackass. It's that I'm always doing something else at the time, when one of them hits theaters. So this is the first time that I've been like free, to actually go to the theater and see it. Got you. Okay. And there were like a ton of dicks. Like <laughs> I was not like man, so many dicks. Uh, like, like a lot, a lot. Yeah, I, and I mean, it's it's only like the four or five guys, but there's so many times <laughs> that you see them that it's like man, like, yeah, like, I don't get dicks, but they're all. Well, the listen, I I don't think I like, need all that either. And he's doing the like paddle ball with one of them, and it's like. Like, I don't know what that means. What's that mean? Like, basically, they put the dick in like this like press, and he took the guy's oh. dick and like there's a like a ball on the string, and he grabs the guy's dick and he's just like doing the paddle ball with it. <laughs> it's like, man, like I don't like Gary's <laughs> face. I I just I, I, I don't consider don't understand myself what we're like, saying. 
I don't consider myself homophobic, but I can't imagine playing paddle ball with someone's dick. Like, I just, Listen, yeah. I don't think there's a, like, homophobia, like, if you're not into penises, not wanting to see one on a continuous basis that doesn't belong to you is not homophobic. No, I mean you touching know? one. Like, no, I no, I, I, know what like, I, I know what you mean. What like if I'm your saying dick was is, in the press, I wouldn't use it for paddle ball. Nor should like, you. Well, first and, of all, that's a, and that's a black thing. It's not. <laughs> it is. It's not. <laughs> white dudes. <laughs> white dudes. Oh, laugh at that shit. No, no, I get it. I'm not good. saying that that white good. white guys like white guys are definitely more lenient with you know. The, the playing with the and touching of other yeah. penises. Like, I'm not saying that that's... The white guy started a UFC. You're... Dude, come on. <laughs> See? See? You didn't have to do that. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. But, but what I'm saying is, it's like like messing around and feeling like, oh, you know what? I don't need to see other dudes' penises. That's not called homophobia. <laughs> that's that's regular life. Like, you know, like, we all wear clothes to cover that stuff up. For for a reason, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's just it's wild, man. Because like I like, I watched like because I'm behind, I'm catching up on on Walking Dead, and I watched an episode of Negan Negan having an entire conversation with a little kid about tapping other dudes' balls. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, wow, like this is a really interesting. Like, I mean, I know that this is a thing, and I know, but I'm just saying, like. It is interesting from a cultural perspective because I feel like that same conversation with two people of color is called pedophilia. <laughs> but, but with white people, I don't know. that They're just like, oh, no, we're just having good old wholesome fun. Yeah. <laughs> and like, the, kid, the kid was like eight. <laughs> He's like, man, you, he was trying. He literally, Negan was trying, showing this woman the technique on how to best to tap this people's balls, and I'm like, wow. I was like, this is wild. Like, I, this is definitely not in the comic. I read the whole comic. This is not, this conversation. <laughs> Negan did some really heinous things, but this conversation never happened in the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's just a cultural difference, and, you know, God bless white people for that. <laughs> uh, Tiger Claw going back to Moonfall, says the movie had plenty of stuff, plus that third act got really interesting. And I would say the whole movie is interesting, but as far as things going on, like, when you look at uh, The Day After Tomorrow, or you look at uh, Independence Day, like, there are a lot more visceral experiences than Moonfall was. Now, don't, and yeah, please don't get me wrong. Like, it was good and interesting, but I am used to more stuff how, visually oh, going on, I think. How would Moonfall compare to, like, say, Deep Impact? Um, Did you see Deep Impact? Yeah, that was the good Meteor movie. Not the porno, right? <laughs> oh wait! Like, so you're calling Deep Impact the good one, as opposed to like, say, like Armageddon? Yeah, Armageddon, Armageddon was trash. 
Like, wow. Okay, look. Wow. I'll, I'll okay. go ahead and be. I'll go ahead and be the off guy on this, but if Armageddon's <laughs> great. Whatever. I fucking hate that movie. It, it's wow. boring. I find it boring. I don't really like anyone's character except for, except for Steve Buscemi. Um, <laughs> and I just yeah, like that movie just hit all the wrong notes with me. Okay. Like it's it's but, way too trying to be dramatic. It's way too try yeah. like it tries so hard. And uh, you're it, you're absolutely right. You're not wrong in anything you're saying. Yeah. Like it just did not resonate with me. Like I, I really enjoyed Deep Impact. No, like, no, that I, one was I, fun. I personally think Deep Impact is fantastic, but I almost feel like Deep Impact and Armageddon are like almost like you know, like the two ends of the spectrum, but done well to me, where it's like one is your popcorn flick, like summer blockbuster movie, and then the other one is like your more like sober take on what that would be like in the same situation, you know, but like the the more reality-based kind of thing going on. And so, you know, I love them both, but I yeah, I'm shocked. I I thought you would have liked uh Armageddon personally, but I can but and and I at the same time. I would have said 100% like, oh, Steve Buscemi's character is the character that Joe like resonates with the most. <laughs> like, and that that's unsurprising to me. But I thought you would have liked it in general. But okay, like that's fair. And I'm really not into that song. No, I love that song. It's such a good I know, song. I know. It's such a good it, song. It's a great song. I hate. It's it's it. Look, it's how we know you're broken on the inside, Jay. It's okay. <laughs> we still love you, but. It's how we know when we're but like. He can't even feel that we love him because he doesn't like that right. song. Because he's broken on the inside. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right, Moses. Like yeah. he he knows it intellectually, but he doesn't yeah. feel it emotionally. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's like an AI. Right, right. It's like if if we were both hanging off the edge of a bridge, Mo, he he wouldn't know to try to make sure he pulls us both up. Yeah, he just. No, yeah, I, I would. I would pull you both up. Well, no, I would pull my arms out so you could climb up. <laughs> Joe, Joe's like, I don't have enough strength for both of you. So he would be but like, if I lie right? down and just hang my arms out, then you should be able to climb Joe, without Joe, me like dragging us all down. Joe, Joe's like, just dislocate them, <laughs> dislocating my shoulders, use them as ropes. Um, Tiger Claw says the movie was inspired by an actual theory about the moon being hollow. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Why did Why did Tiger Claw say that? Like, it was history. <laughs> <laughs> inspired by by actual events. By a conspiracy theory. <laughs> oh man, I look. I love you, Tiger Claw. Okay, we look. We need to get to the review of this. Uh, yeah, I'm getting hungry looking at this thing. Right, right. This this bat calzone because my joint's about to get cold too. Because we're going to review this right on the air. Uh, the Little Caesars has teamed up with the Batman movie and come up with the bat calzone. I got it here so you all can see it. Let's see if I can figure it. Oh, you got a picture of it. I, you get, you're gonna get footage oh. of it, yeah. While we're oh, good. never mind, you don't even need mine. Bam, yeah, you do have the B-roll, Moses. So, so Little Caesars has had a calzone, I think, for a little while now, right? 
Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. So, and this is, of course, just a calzone in the shape of the Batman symbol or the Batman logo. So, it has a what? It has a pizza in the middle. You'll see it right now with footage of. Uh, well, I think the calzone is that, right? The calzone is like half calzone and half pizza. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. So there it is, and so, like yours, yours looks pretty good too. Like I, that was the thing that I think that struck me the most. Where I was like, that does actually look like a bat symbol. Like not a great one, but you know, it looks just as good as the one that was on Ben Affleck's chest, right? <laughs> Yeah. That fat ass, that fat ass bat symbol. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, no, yeah, like, okay, cool. Yeah, so I'm gonna start eating mine too, so that I can mess around and and give this like, I guess I'll start with the head, and give this an actual, you know, give an opinion on how it actually tastes. Um, Jay. You had you had yours already, right? So you or you started some already. What what? Yeah, I had a part of the there? wing. What did you think? I think it's it it's good. Like it actually does taste pretty good. Like I consider, uh, like Little Caesars is kind of like a lower lower quality type establishment, and it actually tasted better than I thought it would. Okay. Um, it did not taste like it was worth what I paid for it. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I did not have a lot of time when I got home. So I had to deliver it. Okay. And so it is like, it's seven ninety nine for the calzone. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a four dollar delivery fee, a dollar thirty service fee, a two dollar small order fee, and a buck fifty in taxes. And between the taxes and fees and everything, that total came up to more than what the actual calzone was. And mm. I'm like. Yeah, paying sixteen dollars for this calzone, and I'm like, really? Like, but this isn't sixteen dollars good. Like, maybe if I had just paid the eight, it would sit better with me. Right, but it is not a sixteen dollar calzone. That's fair. Moses, Joe, did you get your, your art first? Print? Say again. Did you get your art print? Art print? Mm-hmm. Uh, from no. Was, the Wait, which art print are you talking? There's, about? You get a, a art print for the Batman movie when you get the pizza. No. <laughs> Joe's checking his box. There's no art. He's print. Like, is it on the bottom? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I didn't get one no either. So yeah, I, I I'm not a I'm a pizza snob kinda, <laughs> mm. but I, I do like Little Caesars when it's fresh. Ours was okay. uh, had been there a little bit longer, so it was still warm, but it, it dried out a little bit the crust. 
Um, so the pizza part was, you know, regular pepperoni, hot and ready pizza flavor, you know, what I'm used to. Um, but this this little batzoni part, mm-hmm. that was, I mean, they did, I thought it was just, oh, they just cut a pizza and rolled it over into the shape. And no, it's, it's got the ricotta cheese in it. Yeah. The, I guess it's sausage that's sliced up. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And it's sprinkled with the garlic parmesan on it. Mm-hmm. So I would buy just that head and tail of Batman. <laughs> do that. You can sell me that for four bucks. I'm I'm in. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But um, but yeah, no, it's it's good. Um, I'm gonna have to go get another one because <laughs> I want that be warmer. So it said, I guess the art prints are only from four to seven p.m. Why? Because I I don't know. It just says get the Batman thing from 4 to 7 p.m. I thought it meant the pizza, so then I got there like at 3.50, and I'm like, hey, uh, is, were we able to get this? And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's all day. I'm like, okay. But they didn't give me no print. And then they had the Batman hat that they have to wear, you know, because of food place. Mm-hmm. And then I asked the chick if she would sell it to me, and she said no. <laughs> and then they had a... <clears throat> And this is how marketing works because I didn't give a shit about the movie. Like, yeah, I want to see it. But now that there's a pizza with it and they got these hats, it's like, I want all that memorabilia. Like, I'm having the pizza. I want all that memorabilia now. And now I'm, like, hyped about the movie. I'm like, now I really want to see the movie after eating this fucking pizza. There it is. Look, I agree. The, the back of Zone is good. Is, is the executive producer and the executive chef the same person? Like, is, because the pizza's good, that means the movie's good? Who knows? But now I want to see it more. There you go. Um, there was a QR code on the box. I don't know if you saw it in the little video footage, but you can scan it and it sends you to a website where you could sign up for a, a special screening. You could win a screening, I guess. So, oh yeah, I, I entered that. I took footage of me doing that too, but I'm not going to put it on because there's sensitive info like <laughs> my phone number. Yes, I don't want you to spend time blurring it out. Yeah, awesome. Look, I I feel like we can, we might need to start doing more food reviews on the show. This is actually good. I mean, <laughs> I've been, I've been <laughs> the, you don't I mean, want to. We're we're big four fat dudes. It's like <laughs> we, could, we could actually have a food show, and people are like, okay, these guys know what they're talking about. This is the, the mistake we've been making. We we could get traction in the food space and we're messing around yeah. and sticking around with comic books. Look, when when Rachel Ray was thin and cute, I never watched her show. Now that she's a little pudgy, I'm like, okay, now I know she's cooking some good shit. <laughs> That's funny. So, Jay, what would you rate the back calzone? <laughs> and tell the people. If it affects whether or not you want to see the Batman, um, I would give it a three, I guess. I don't know. I gotta see it without the huge price tag, and yeah, it doesn't affect whether I want to see the movie or not. I I want to see the movie, like. It's just morbidly curious about how they fuck up. Riddler. That's the end of your yeah. sentence. Riddler. Yes. <laughs> Mos Magnum. 
tell the people what you think of the back calzone rating wise and if it affects whether you want to see the movie just that bat head part and tail part is the four the pizza itself is i mean i i don't rate while while little caesar's pizza is good it's you know it's hit or miss <laughs> like it's not as consistent as i'd like it to be so i would never get a five it's a three at most i mean I'll go Little Caesars over Domino's any day, you know? Um, but I usually like my mom and pop places, pizza places that I have. So um, I those get the fire. So, yeah, this is the, the the overall pizza experience and having it be Batman and all that for me, it's, it was an experience. It's like a happy meal for, for me being a, <laughs> a comic nerd. So um, if I would have got the print, it would have been more so. But that's, it, you know, it's fucking... I give it about a four. And it got me yeah. out of the movie. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. I apologize. No. <laughs> <laughs> Talk with my mouth full. I, I apologize, but yeah. Well, look, you could while you're my chewing, we could uh, Oz did a review for oh, yeah. it. Too. Yeah, do Oz, please. Do Oz. Yeah, play Oz. Yeah. Look at the package. We have the Batman. <laughs> Super, whatever pizza calzone, whatever, whatever the heck. It's a pizza. It's shaped like a bat. Uh, with it, I got this uh, cool little uh, design. You can see the uh, greasy fingers from the lady that handed it to me. Um, so there's there's something to look forward to. Let's set that aside. And you know what? Let's open this sucker up, see what we got. And oh, look at that. It's a pizza shaped roughly like a bat. I mean, you know, it's what, it's what it looks like on the TV. So let's go ahead and try this. Hmm. You know what? I hate to say no, I don't. They're, look, it's a pizza. It's shaped <laughs> funny. It's a pizza. I like Little Caesar's pizza. It's good. But come on. It's a pizza. What there's nothing there's nothing special about it. It just looks funny. This is for like people that pay extra to have some parsley sprinkled on top of their food at a fancy restaurant but i mean they're still eating you know eggs whatever over something i don't i don't know fancy foods like this this kind of gets kind of fancy for me uh but since this is just pizza i'm guessing the this guy right here is the big deal because that's the calzone i just i'm dropping everything here for you guys and this this part so i'm gonna go ahead and which it's it's not cut okay so give me a second i gotta holy crap i thought these would detach these i'm making a mess <coughs> the dog is gonna go nuts in here and, and by the way no matter what marvel tells you don't feed your dogs pizza not a lot. It's it's a fine little treat, but unlike us humans, pizza cannot sustain a, a dog. So, with that said, let's uh, 
Let's try this thing. What? I think that's pepperoni. It's kind of thick. Might be ham. Yeah. Yep. Still the pizza, except now folded over. Looks like they sprinkled some kind of garlic parmesan on this. And uh, a lot of grease. Oh, it's all blurry. I would do this again and edit that, but I don't have the time. Uh, they also gave me this. Oh, I put this. They also gave me this little tub. I'm guessing, uh, I'm guessing it's supposed to make it better. No. No, it doesn't make it better. <laughs> unless, unless you like marinara. It actually... I've had their marinara. It's good for like their breadsticks. But that, that flavor overpowers the uh, the pizza. Which, which is a shame because... The calzone part is actually a little bit better because it's got that garlic parmesan on it. But yeah, all in all, it's a it's a pizza. I don't know why you guys are so excited. It's a pizza. Well, I guess pizza is good though. Uh, we are not sponsored by Little Caesars. I'm just giving you an honest review of what I think. Little Caesars. Delicious pizza. Uh, don't need it shaped like a bat to to get me to buy it. And uh, that's that's all there is to it. So with that, I'll get back to you guys. And uh, until I see you guys again, go read some fucking comics. That was all right. Was <laughs> Look. I love it. That, like one that feels very much like vintage Oz take. <laughs> I, I love that. And shout out to him for taking the time out to make sure that he got that review down for us, even though he wasn't going to be here or wasn't able to be here because he's actually working. So thank you, Oz. We do appreciate appreciate that. Uh, it, it's hilarious because he's like, "It's pizza," <laughs> and like, I I don't need. You didn't shape it like a bat for me to buy Little Caesars pizza. And you know what? That is true. Because Little Caesars pizza is good, generally speaking. It's not great pizza, but it's good pizza. And especially in a pinch, if you like, if you need something hot and ready, or you don't have a lot of money in your pocket, it hits the spot. You know what I'm saying? Now, and, and it's funny because you brought up uh, Domino's earlier. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Domino's should have been the one that messed around and and try to do this because people probably would have tried it just because it was a look, we might have reviewed it even if it was Domino's, even though we all would have been like, mm. you know, but we might have reviewed it anyway. But I'm sure that Warner Brothers was like, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Warner Brothers was like, nah, we're good. We already got a, we already got a sus riddler. We can't mess with the sus pizza. Like <laughs> Batman could have fought the Noid in the <laughs> In the commercial, 
I I actually would have liked to see that. Like they that just cool. they redesigned the Noid to look like that dude with the like how they did the Riddler. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. See, look, they they messed up. They messed up. Now, also to leave it to Oz to find a way to like sneak a Marvel disc into a friggin' a friggin' review of a Batman shaped pizza. Like no, like no one said no one said Marvel. Like why are we? Why are we talking about Marvel all of a sudden? I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that, that's how you know it's vintage Oz. He's like, let me take this jab real quick. <laughs> so that's cool. So needless to say, it seems like Oz would probably give it like middle of the road review, I guess. Maybe a little bit higher. Because, and I'm sure Oz, Oz is obviously like, Oz is going to see the Batman no matter what. So, which, which, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, we all aren't going to go see it, because we all are. I'll probably like, wait till it, HBO Max, but... Are you really? I think so. I don't know if... Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm, I'm going to go to the theater. Like, I mean, now, after eating That's a pizza, fair. I kind of want to, but... <laughs> That's there's very little but... things that can get me to go to the theater right now. I hear yeah. you. I hear you. Well, listen, I'd give this back Calzone, personally, like, 3.5. Uh, not so much because it's bad in any way, because it's good. Like, I, I mean, I like little season pizza. And don't get me wrong, like I said, I, I, I love pizza in general. It's literally my favorite food. I, I'm right there with you, Mo. Mom, Mom, Pop is what I, is my go-to for pizza. And Little Caesars is definitely something like if I need something right now, I'll get a Little Caesars pizza and it's good. It's not great pizza, but it's good. Um, but more than anything, I'm like, dude, Where's my greasy art print? I've yeah. got a greasy art print. Where's my greasy art print? Just because I got it delivered, I can't get an art print. That feels to me the opposite of how things should go. I mean, well, we, I, like, I we all get, pay. Yeah, I didn't get hmm? mine delivered. Oh, right, right. Look. In fact, I think I think I overpaid for mine. Really, I don't think it was seven nine. <laughs> Where's my receipt? There it is. Yeah, I, don't I, know, know, I, didn't, I didn't even count the money. I just grabbed it, put it in my pocket. <clears throat> yeah. But man, I'm like, where's the art print? Like Oz, Oz was able to get his, so you know, I would like one too. Like just just because I'm supposed to get one, not because I uh, listen. I'm I'd be lying to you if I'm like, oh, I really want that art print. I don't. I'm just I saying do. I'm well, and that's okay. But I'm it saying like either way, drawing. Hmm. It looks like a Dave Johnson drawing. Like remember that Batman Ten Cent Adventure? It looks like that. Oh, okay. I listen. I didn't look at it hard enough. I just saw, I was looking at the grease spot. <laughs> I was like, oh, dang, there is a grease print there. Like, damn, she wasn't wearing a glove or something? Or Like, she she didn't see that and was like, oh, let me get you another one. <laughs> so, all right. So, speaking anybody got anything of, else? To, oh, go ahead, Jay. Speaking of things Mo wants, <laughs> I wanted to ask you, Mo. Yeah. Because I, I know you've got like a white cover obsession. Yes. How do you feel about red covers? Oh, I love those too. Okay. Because Helsonia number one has a red cover variant. Nice. Helsonia? Yeah. It's one of the Sonya's at the Sonya Versal? Say again? Is that one of the Sonya's at a Sonya Versal? Um, 
I didn't do all my research, but Hell Sonia is a new series on Dynamite. Okay. Um, it definitely has characters from Sonya Versal in it. Okay. Like uh, Blue Sonya is there, mm -hmm. and uh, a couple other Sonyas. And it's a, a new Sonya book that I love. Like, man, I knew if I kept reading them, I would find them. I will find the Sonya books that I love, and I found them. Sonya Versal and Hell well, Sonya. Right? There's like four or five series going down at once. Yeah, like the Jimmy Palmiotti is going still. Um, the Mercon Dolfo. And I'm buying those, but I'm not enjoying them as much as I am Hell Sonya and Sonya Versal. See, this is Jay's part of him being broken. Like, he can't accept that he's a Red Sonya fan. Like, He's over here buying books, and he doesn't like that sword and sorcery like that. And look, yeah, next, I mean, next, you look, you're probably going to tell me you've been buying those Conan ones, too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? Jay, Jay, Jay is, has always been an interesting cat. Like, Jay, like, spending money doesn't equate to fandom for him. Like Joe, Joe back in the day would walk into like a music store and buy a random album and just be like, oh, let me, let's see what this is like. <laughs> you know, I he's that kind of dude. Huh? I wish I could do that. Oh, no. Listen, like, I don't know, man. Listen, it, we already talked about how broken Jay is on the inside. Like, <laughs> I want to be broken. The, that's, that's the upside of being broken, where it's like <laughs> you experience things other people don't experience because you're like, look, most people are like, why would I just spend money on a, 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 a music group that I've never heard of before. And the answer to that in Jay's head is, well, look at the cover. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what? It doesn't make any sense. Like, what does pictures have to do with sound? But, you know, I don't know. It works for Jay. And he's discovered some amazing music groups that way and put me onto them. So God bless Jay for that aspect of himself. But, you know, Jay will buy these books just to be able to be like, no, nah, man, you know, Red Sonia is not good. And when somebody's like, oh, well, you don't know, you don't read Red Sonia. He's like, well, actually, <laughs> actually, I bought a lot of Red Sonia comics lately. And they're like, well, you're a fan. No, you're no, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. I just spent money. It's not the same thing, which is true. It's not the same thing. And so, you know, you can't even argue with this fool at that point. You're like, damn, I guess I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not a Red Sonja fan. <laughs> he, like, you're, this dude's telling you how much trash Red Sonja is. He's reading more Red Sonja than you. <laughs> you're like, you know what? Maybe I'm not a fan. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, and since we're talking about white covers, I went hunting for a Draculina number one white cover. And Were you able to no, find it? No comic book store has it. Like, yeah. I, uh, you know, Atomic Basement yeah. R.I.P. So I had to go. It turns out Pulp Fiction in Long Beach is still there. But they said, oh, we only ordered that for our pool clients. Mm. But no, like, hey, would you like to be a pool client? Right, right. Well, listen, you're right. They they hit you with the whole, like, what are you what are you doing? Like, why? Yeah. Like, oh, you're not one of the pool customers? Too bad for you. They, yeah. They're not trying to make that transition at all. Huh? Like they have a they conversion have a parlance because they're like, <laughs> I heard him say to the other guys, and you know, and my brother and I, when we were in Glendale at that comic shop a couple months back, noticed that too, where it's like, 
they say this thing like, oh, we don't order that for the shelf. We don't order that for the shelf. <laughs> we don't order that for the like, shelf. What the fuck? Like, well, can I order it now? And can you bring it for me? You know, like, no, no options. Like, what kind of right. service is that? Right. <laughs> like, why would you not try to get my money? I'm just saying, I, like, like, obviously, I want to spend money on something. Right. Like, even if you make a half-hearted attempt, you're like, well, we don't have that, and we can't get that for yeah. you, but what about this? And, like, <laughs> and there's a ton of covers, really good covers for Draculina number one. For those of you who don't know, Draculina is, uh, I, I don't know if it's a parody or a spinoff of Vampirella. It's, it has the same font, same costume, just black, and she's blonde instead of black hair. and It, it looks cool. You, and, know uh, why, you know why you don't know? Well, because I'm not a fan. <laughs> Because you didn't read Hell Sonya. Oh, why? No. Like, there's an interview in the back talking oh. all about Draculina. Well, Shit, he, are what? you serious? Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're a fake ass Draculina fan, Mo. I don't know what it is. I want to know what it is. And have a white cover. <laughs> no, it's just so crazy because this is how this happens. I, I watched Jay do this my entire life. Where yeah. he's like, oh, well, you know why? Because you didn't do the, the, the. People be like, wait, why would I do that? He's like, well, because just oh, like yeah. this, where he's like, to convert all of a sudden, like the Jacqueline interview in the back of friggin' Hell Sonia, which is like, which we didn't even know existed until like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Here's the thing knowing me, I wouldn't have read that interview. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. There's no bubbles in that or caption boxes or art, <laughs> it's just words. Well, there, there probably was a picture. Right? There's not there's there's no picture, Jay, of Draculina. No. But yeah, so I ended up uh, I ended up just buying it on eBay, the white co two white covers of it. Okay. How 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 much like cover price or you had to pay? Uh, it was like three fifty. I think cover price is four bucks. Oh. That's a little less than cover price. So oh, that's a that's a good deal. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> at three fifty. Fuck Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Don't order it for the rack, motherfucker. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, it's too funny. When when my brother and I, yeah, see, no, there's no, I don't know nothing that's, oh, there's all Draculina right there. But yeah, so yeah. I guess she's the daughter of Draculon. All right. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm in. I'll be, I've had, I'll have that review in a few days because I think I'm going to get it in like three days. It's fast shipping. Um, so that's why I ordered two because it's going to be the same amount of shipping for one book because yeah. they just put the two together. So I might as well. And he only had two left white covers because it's mm -hmm. sold out on like things from another planet, mm -hmm. um, Graham Crackers comics, all the website ones. It's sold mm -hmm. out, Draculina. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if there's a small print run or, you know, there's a, I, well, what it was, there's a lot of incentive covers, like mm -hmm. one in 25, and they all look really cool. So, yeah. But here we here we are. <laughs> I bought two the last two white covers in existence. <laughs> the final Actually, two white Draculinas. I wanted to get one of the Harley Quinn uh, white covers because they're it was pink. There you go. Like all these all these different colored covers now. And that's what I need. White to get covers, the, black the, covers, green covers. The what was it? That event Empire. Like yeah. they had a green one, and the frame yeah. was like the the face of a scroll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me look at that. Oh, they got a hell a hell so near hell hellfire cover. 
I guess what's that? A red cover? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But it is. I mean, that's not quite red though, right? That that's like. That's just because the guy didn't photograph it right. Yeah, it definitely so? looks different than uh, in it does in the cover gallery. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the fluorescent light. It you didn't have his. White so does it look? Red. Does it look more red in the cover gallery, Jay? Yeah, let me show you. Because what it is, because of the ambient light in there, it's trying to make those white, the white around the letters be true white. So it changes that red to be more muted. So I don't know if you can see. I can't really zoom in here. I see. Yeah, but no, I see it. And yeah, that does look more red. That's interesting. All right. All this talk about comics is making me want to talk about comics. Oh, guess what? We can do that. Let's 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 do some comic book review music. Let's go. Comic book review. Like review. Well, not not like that, but like. Indeed, indeed. I've actually been wanting to talk to you about this book. Achievement unlocked. Like ever no, since I finished it. Jay, when you say this book, are you talking about Secret X Men number one? Yeah. You've been talking, you wanted to talk to me about this book ever since you finished it, which was like a few hours ago? <laughs> well, not that long. Like it hasn't been an hour yet. <laughs> what? What? Like I, I finished it around 6 20. Why did you say it like it was so long ago? Dude, it feels long ago. Like <laughs> I've been racking my brain, and I'm not an X. Like I like X Men, but I'm nowhere near the fan that you are. <laughs> and so I am dying to like, like I cannot figure out this word scramble. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like, I got, I got all the words, but the the last one, which. They just give you the letters and they're scrambled. Like, so I got all the like the ones where they give you the letters. Like, I got all those. So I know what letters you have to unscramble to get your whoever to get the name of the person who's helping them. But I don't know that. I don't, I, 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 yeah, I I cannot figure it out. Well, well, listen, Jay. Uh, you know what? Let's let's talk about this book first, and then we'll get there, and we'll talk about it. So, okay. yeah, yeah, because that that seems fair. I don't want to leave out our audience, obviously. But the book we are talking about is Secret X Men Number One. Um, Secret X Men Number One is written by Teeny Howard. Uh oh, I'm losing my notes here. Written by Teeny Howard. Um, it's the art is by Francesco Mobili, uh, Jesus Obertov does the colors, uh, VCs Clayton Cowles does the letters, and then you got Tom Muller with, for design. And so, um, the premise of this book is basically they, the X Men, like in real life, the X Men, uh, editorial staff, and or you know, whether you want to say. The X-Men office had a fan vote for who should be, or they basically let the fans vote on 
one member of the X-Men team last year during the Hellfire Gala. And there was a, a certain number of mutants that fans could vote on. And ultimately, the person that ended up getting picked for the the fan for to be on the X Men was Polaris, uh, which you know, longtime X Men character like Polaris. Honestly, is if I'm not mistaken, I think Polaris might have been maybe the if I'm not mistaken the, the second or third um like mutant. To, to be on the X-Men, I think, if I'm, yeah. But either way, uh, I mean, outside of the original five. But anyway, um, Polaris ended up on the team. This book, The Secret X-Men, is basically a group of X-Men or a team of X-Men comprised from all the people that lost <laughs> that vote, the fan vote. These are all the, the, the rest of the people that could have been on the team that were not. Um, and so the story um, basically is it, it references the fact that these groups, th these group of mutants bonded with each other to a degree over not getting picked to be on the X-Men team. And so it does reference that, that Hellfire Gala moment. And they go on a secret X-Men mission uh, being led or co-led by Sunspot and Cannonball and are trying to help out the, the or basically we got recruited by Deathbird, who in it, right now in X-Men lore is an advisor to the Empress of the Shi'ar Empire, which is Xandra, which is actually the son of, I mean the son, I'm sorry, the daughter of Lalandra and Professor X. So that's basically the backstory, you know, X-Men doing space, space missions at the behest of the Shi'ar, but in a secret manner. And so that's that's basically what the, how the story begins. And uh, Roberto, aka Sunspot, picks this this team of people to be the X-Men that go on this, uh, to go on this adventure. So, yeah. Uh, Jay, what, what were your initial thoughts on this outside of the word scramble section? Uh, I don't like the art. Like, I know Death Bird has never been, like, a favorite of mine or super hot to me. But man, I do not want to fuck this version of Deathbird. It's like I mean, it's almost that... like they try to make her hot, but they don't know how to draw hot people. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, I'm I'm not feeling this art. And there are times where it's not terrible, but mm -hmm. a lot of times when you get these big splash screen like pages, mm -hmm. uh it all falls apart. Yeah, and, you know, and I blame the colorist because this is like you can see, like if you look, okay, the the pencil was there, the ink might have been there, but the color, like they just add shading and highlights to create, you know, dimension, 
and it just looks flat like like they don't know color theory or something like especially in this page right What page is that, Mo? Just that's, tell me what page it that's is. That's the next page after that one, but it's the bottom panel. Bottom right-hand panel. Next one. Like, right there. <laughs> like, that, he like, he's got way more wrinkles and shade than he needs. Uh-huh. You know, like it's just bad, and that just makes his face look bad, and that and that happens throughout the book, like everywhere. <laughs> like there's one of Forge, mm -hmm. and you yeah. know, half the time the people are in conversation, but they're expressionless. You know, I hate I hate that when like well he's not talking right there, but when they're talking and their mouth is closed, like that bugs me all the time, and this does that a lot. Like uh, Cannonball's talking to him, but he's got like he's taking a swig of wine but there's a word bubble coming out of the bottle of wine like eh, that's some old like it, it irks me i don't even know if it's a, a bad thing or not but when they are talking the expressions are off and or they're expressionless like like uh, uh sunspot there's one page i think right around the middle and like sunspot says i forgot something and forge is just looking off into the distance like not mm -hmm. <laughs> like what the fuck's he looking at yeah. yeah so it's just and that the art this is one of the cases where the art like distract me so much from the story that i don't even really know what happened here and i don't care <laughs> <laughs> like there's a reason why this team is secret like nobody <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. No, well, I, I will say that I wasn't a big fan of the art as well. And uh, I like it was unfortunate to me because I do feel like there are some moments where that are that are okay, like some some pictures that are okay. But I I don't I feel like it was a group effort that made the art bad. Like I feel like I mean, or I'll say like I, I feel like the colors very well may have some some blame in this but also i feel like the the penciler like it's just it's just mediocre and it's not terrible and i think that that's almost like you know well but at the same time though you know like here's the thing there's some parts of it that are terrible <laughs> and then there's some parts of it that are like middle of the road and some parts of it that like go a little bit beyond where it's like oh that's almost like really good this it's not it's art, not it's not really good, but it's almost really good, huh? This book's art is like something you find in artist alley or small press booths where they're like, okay, they're trying to make it in comics. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and you know, look, I, more power to those people. Keep doing what you do. Sometimes they have good stories, but the art's always uh, hit or miss in these. You know, and yeah. uh, that's what this art reminds me of. It's like it shouldn't be a big two art. You know. <laughs> There should be some shit on Kickstarter. He might he might have a, a very impressive uh a very impressive portfolio, you know, like the stuff but that this is where I advocate for uh tracing over like uh, Paco <laughs> Pepe Larraz's art. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
<laughs> like he's already doing like half the characters you're doing. Just use yeah. that. Just use that. Right. Hey, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so earlier, Jay, you mentioned like basically just to you know give give the audience uh in into what we're talking about here. You know, the story basically, like I mentioned before, uh Deathbird is basically saying to Sunspot, uh <coughs> I need you to meet me and the Empress in this secret location. Uh, you'll be able to find us. So make, meet us, you know, here. Like she, she doesn't say exactly where, but she's like, you know, follow these breadcrumbs, get there, and we'll be good. And so that's like basically the comic book at, as a whole is basically them trying to get to the location Deathbird tells them to go. And there is a, a point where they get to a planet and they find a door and they said the door is technocyonic. And if they had a psychic on their team, it would be a simple like psychic <coughs> nudge and the door would open. But this team actually has no psychics on it, which is and and uh, uh, one of these things where the idea of an X-Men team with, without a psychic is like damn near unheard of just because there's so many psychics <laughs> in in the X-Men that any random team you put together, you, you, you toss together, your chances are you can end up with a psychic on it. And it's not like when I say that, I know that sounds kind of like, you know, kind of crazy because I know people are saying to themselves, no, nah, like there have been plenty of X-Men teams without psychics on it. And it's like, I, I hear what you're Have saying there? because no, no, the right that like, like they think they they think that's true, but that's because they don't know all the X Men that have psychic powers, like <laughs> you know, and and that's the whole thing where it's like just because an X Men isn't Jean Grey doesn't mean that they don't have psychic powers. It just means they're not like an Omega level telepath. You know, no, you don't have you're to right. be Professor X. X Men mm -hmm. expresses psychic abilities different, like. You have the what like like Psylocke, you know. Mm -hmm. She has psychic right. abilities, but they're more, you know, combat, not right. Thinking, you know, right. And you know, and don't get me wrong, like Psylocke can do that. Yeah. You know, like Psylocke can can definitely like get into your yeah. head, but that's just not how she chooses right. generally to manifest her powers most of the time. She she I mean, you know didn't that count when she used to thrust the knife into people's heads? Oh yeah, it absolutely. It, was, it was. It wasn't like a physical. Well, it was partly a physical pain, but I know mostly that was a that would like fuck your brain up and like right. basically cause right. you to shut down, right? In like the most painful way possible, right? No, absolutely, absolutely. It's like you know, and they're just like a lot of people with psychic powers. I should table, table has psychic powers, which a lot of people, you know, don't necessarily readily associate with table. But it, did he it's have true. powers in the movie? In Deadpool? Yeah, Deadpool 2. I feel like didn't he have a little bit of telekinesis or no? Maybe not, actually. I don't I don't remember. Yeah, because that's a group of people that probably didn't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, absolutely. Cause I, I can see that happening, seeing how they did Juggernaut. Right. Right. And you know, and that's just the thing yeah, where it's we like need a red juggernaut. Well, not only that, but you know, um, something that suppresses your mutant power wouldn't affect Juggernaut. 
Oh, you mean we need a red juggernaut in a movie? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I was like, oh, red juggernaut? We got plenty of red juggernauts, but I get you. I get you. Yeah. So, so anyway, they get to this door. They can't open it psychically because they have no psychics on the team. And so they basically, like, there's a secret password to get into this into this door that the people have to figure out to get in. And that's what Joe referenced earlier at the beginning of this review, where you have they lit they literally show it to you in the book and it's a word scramble. And you're supposed to basically figure out what these uh different like what's the the what the letters spell out and then you're supposed to use the letters in the circles to spell out a different word that is the password to get inside of the thing and you know um you know it's a fun little thing because you know you have data pages that have been a a big part of the krakoa era of x-men comics and so this is just this is not out of place in an x-men comic book in this day and age but the thing that makes it really even more interesting is that they don't give you the answers. <laughs> they, they like, you get this data page and you're like, okay, like these people are gonna have to figure it out. And then it just cuts to them having figured it out already and leave this data page there for you. Like, oh, you didn't figure this out? <laughs> Which is pretty cool and an interesting kind of like- It's like the I'm old sure cereal I'm- boxes. Yeah, Where they used to have yeah. little games on them for you to yeah. solve during breakfast. Yeah, except this one's cool because it's X Men, right? And I use a and, special and, sharpie to write in my comics. <laughs> <laughs> and so I know for myself, it's like <laughs> I, I says, "WTF? I don't need no workbook in my comics." It's it's not it's it's light work, Huz. It's light work. Like what? Well, I'll say this. I know for myself, I was looking at this, and it literally like I, I don't even know if it took me a minute to unscramble these words because I was just like, I know what this is. I know what that is. I know what that is. Like I didn't now. I didn't use any pen and paper or anything. I just did it in my head, and and more so that's because I was kind of under the gun in regards to like. Like I got, I got my copy late, so I was under a time crunch in making sure I read it before the show and getting ready for everything else, you know. But what I can say to you, Jay, is this: is like I said, I didn't write anything down, and in my head, I got the letters right, but I wasn't a hundred percent certain what the password was either, because mm. from the letters I got, I was like, I think. It's supposed to, it's trying to spell this, but I don't feel like that's how what was that, it like, don't spell the right, huh? What was it trying to spell? I thought it was trying to spell uh, Lalandra uh-huh. or something like that, no. but there's not enough letters for that, right? So, what letters did you get, Jay? Oh, or, and you know, I guess, I guess I'll say. If you've read this, or if you haven't read this book yet, and you're like, "Hey, I don't want these answers, but I want to try to figure it out for myself," then they have enough time to read it and do it. It's like, you know, give yourself like 
I mean, you might want to sign off for three minutes while we talk about the answers to this real quick and try to figure it out ourselves. But, you know, if not, then hang out with us. But all of these are all, like, basically uh, Shi'ar Empire-related answers. And they're all in the book. Are all these people in the book? Mm-hmm. Or are all the uh, all the names and let okay, all the names are in the book. Okay, yeah, I guess you're right. That makes sense. Look, that's funny because I didn't even think of it like that. I was just was like, oh, nice. dude, that's how I found out. Like, <laughs> we're going through the book. That's hilarious. Like, I didn't even. I didn't have enough a, time. Like, I didn't. I, I knew I didn't have the skill set, but I really did not have the time to yeah. like go through all of them. So I like, I like. Kind of was like, okay, I'll, I'll come back to it. And then on the next page is one of the answers. And I'm like, oh, okay. So if I keep going, oh, I should be able to get all of these. And yeah, like eventually, funny. yeah. Okay. So so the first one is Gladiator, right? Right. Okay. And so that's an L. Mm-hmm. Then the, the, uh, the second one is Shi'ar, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's hilarious. A, you're hilarious. <laughs> so that's an S. And then the the next one is Zandra, right? Yeah, that one I got actually got without looking. Right, okay. And so that's an A. And then the next one is Deathbird. I'm embarrassed how long it took me to get that. <laughs> that, well, I mean, listen, if you don't know what you're looking for, you know. I mean, so but they say her name so many times. <laughs> and it's like, it's like the very last mention of her, like almost the very last mention of her. And I'm like, oh, it has a B in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Deathbird is an I. And mm -hmm. then you have. Uh, Oracle, which is the answer that's on the next page. They say her, mention her on the next page. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so, uh, oh, wait a minute, damn it! I was moving too quick. Oracle ends in an E, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Okay, so that changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was moving too fast. Like I said, I was like doing it in my head, and I'm just like. Like I, I put an extra L in there, but that's an E. Okay, and then uh, the last one is, is Chandralar, right? Yeah. Okay, and so that's an L, right? Yes. Okay, so, so what are the letters? L L S A I E L. Say it again. We have L S A I E L. Damn, it's a lot of vowels. Yeah, half of them are vowels. And it's only six letters, right? L-S-A-I-E-L? L-S-A-I-E-L, yeah. L-S... Dude, it's probably another... Damn it. Yeah. I'm not gonna get it. I know, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just like, like, 
man, if I were, like, like I said, I, I know X-Men, but I do not know them as well as you. So I'm, I need to, I need to see it. I need to see it. Uh, I'm sitting here like, okay, I'm sorry. Tell, tell me the letters one more time. Can you see? Oh, you can. I'm sorry. Hold on. Here, let me stop sharing. Uh, Here, I'll put you in. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Then. Move to the yeah. L S A I E L. L S A I E L. Huh. It's not Leslie. I don't think. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's uh, hmm. It's LaSalle. That was probably a member of the Imperial Guard that I'm like not remembering or something like that. I don't know if you have it in chat. Let us know. Because I'm sitting here like, damn. I I don't know. It's not it's definitely not coming to me off the top. And I'm I, I know I'm gonna be embarrassed when, you know. I, obviously, like we're doing the show, and I feel a little bit on the spot. But I like I was literally I was working with three L's, and like and it's like I that's because I was working too fast in my head and and thought Oracle ended with an L, but Oracle doesn't end with an L. Yeah, so it's kind know. of fun, like, and it's kind of in, fun to me too, because like. It's always a little, not always, but it's interesting when shows or books or try to do stuff like that. <clears throat> like you yeah. remember, Gravity Falls had like puzzles at the end of each episode. Right, right. And uh, there was another show where it had like, uh, like a word find every episode. Um, shit, I'm not sure what. I can't recall which one at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. It's not coming to me either, but I, I I feel like I remember that. Was it an anime? No. Like, I think it's like Owl House. Oh. Like, we'll have a word hidden uh, in each episode. And it kind of tells you, gives you a clue as to the theme of the season. Oh, that's probably it. Oz, I think Oz came up with it. Oz? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. That's that's probably it right there because that was the, what the whole book was about, right? They needed allies. Yeah. Good job, Oz. Oz he didn't even read the book. Oz using his vast X-Men knowledge <laughs> to come up with allies. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. I was thinking what was a name, and that threw me off. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I was totally in the mindset, like, okay, we're it's it's the name of Shiar something or other, but no, allies is yeah, and that was like thematically that makes perfect sense, which you know, Oz knew, of course, because he secretly read the book, much like how the secret X-Men went on the mission. Yeah, we were definitely <laughs> overthinking it. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Well, listen. It, it it helped when I figured out that I was not using an an L and using an E. 
<laughs> I don't think it's allies. You don't think so? Why not? Well, because it says uh, uh, a powerful pack, a psychic ally unknown even to them. So it's somebody's name that, that we haven't even met yet. Or they haven't no, but met the, And the they do give the clue... Why wouldn't Sam say something? Yeah. No, the, but the powerful, the powerful psychic, psychic ally is revealed in the book. And is that person... Was name? it? Or at least I thought so, yeah. Who was it? You... The... Well, you had a... Uh, remember... Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, Zandra was kind of like Talks about all the the little pushes she gives. Yeah, but she didn't open the door for them, did she? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if she opened the door, but she probably helped them solve the puzzle. <laughs> like you know, maybe psychic suggestion. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, but. Fellas, I, I look. I gotta uh, grab my power cord real quick for the computer. You all talk about the book amongst yourselves for for two minutes. I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't. Th this book wasn't for me. <laughs> it's too much. I, I skipped over the the puzzle. Like I got like three words, and then. Did you read the that. email? No, nah, no, nah, I'm not gonna read that. <laughs> that that's it's, it's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, but. I don't I don't read comics for fun. <laughs> you know, like it's if you want me to read it, put it in the word bubble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't these data pages and these X-Men, I don't I don't wanna I, I don't like yeah, they turn me off. That's why I haven't really like got into them. Mm. But I don't know, it's just it, it makes it's like another like all of a sudden like a workbook, and it's like I don't want that. Like Give me a good story, and you know this one was bad enough because the art was bad, and it's like it really just turned me off. Yeah, I will say, if I could go on a quick tangent, I've been reading uh, Jobless Reincarnation recently. Uh -huh. uh, it's a manga. Okay, and at the end of each. Like, it started out as a light novel, got turned into a manga, but at the end of each volume, there's, like, a short story at the end that is just text, like, no artwork or anything. And so I've been reading all of those. And so, like, compared to this, like, one or two pages, like, it was a lot easier, like, after yeah. having just done that. Now, when we reviewed Saga a couple weeks back, you know, I read everything, <laughs> like the copyright. <laughs> like when when it's something that's good, I'll read everything. But chances are, like, you know, with this, I'm like, I just want to get the shit. Honestly, I didn't even read the last two pages of this book. I'm like, I'm I'm done. Like, <laughs> I, I gotta take a nap. I actually just took but a the nap. The last two pages, part. the last two pages is where it gets convoluted. 
Oh, I'm glad I didn't do that. Like, <laughs> I would have given it a higher rating. I mean, I would have given it a lower rating if I would have read it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, it's just like, yeah, the art's bad. <laughs> the art is bad. Um, and honestly, the story isn't bad, but the pacing is bad. Yeah. Um, because it feels really long too. Yeah, like it's like a forty-five page book, but they needed more pages because some scenes it feels like they're cut really short, like for the amount of time, and it's thirty-five pages, not forty, whatever I said. Okay. But it, it does feel at times like they needed more dialogue or more to happen to kind of round it out, but it ends up feeling stilted in some places. Um, like they just needed like a few more pages to make everything flow a lot smoother. And even the ending, it just feels abrupt. And, you know, that's not normally an issue for me. Like I'm, generally pretty much fine like just end where you want yeah but this one it, it caught me by surprise like like it's just the ending comes out of nowhere and it just feels like like are you sure like <laughs> like there's not even like a hook for like the next issue like i thought it was a one shot at first like because it it really just it just stops with the Zandra or whatever her name is like yeah they need allies and then it's over and you're like hey I, it, it's a super abrupt and they like I'm not sure why they think like they hooked me so bad to like where they don't need anything like a promise of anything next issue to keep me to come. I mean, realistically, they don't know I love Boom Boom Marrow and Armor, right? right. They don't know that. And you like Cannonball, too? I like Cannonball. If Doug but, was in if uh, what's his name? Doug Lock was in it. Oh, dude, if Doug Lock was in it. Man. <laughs> I like me some that's, Doug Lock. That's the ally. Hilarious. <laughs> Doug ain't psychic. But, but yeah, they don't know I love these characters and that I'll probably keep buying the book for them. Doug Doug so, played a big role in Inferno. Like he he made he became like a power player. He was already important in the Krakoa era, but he took himself to another level in Inferno. Uh yeah, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But I listen, I was listening while you all were talking, and I, I don't disagree with just about anything that you all said outside of, uh, you know, I mean, but, you know, you all know me, like, I like to read, <laughs> yeah. like, I love comics, and uh, I want my art to be good, but I prefer, like, if I have to make a trade-off for, if, if I have to decide between good art or a good story, I'll pick a good story over good art, even though, ideally, give me both, right? Yeah. <laughs> Now you uh, felt um, this this art was good enough to be okay with bad, uh, with bad. I mean that this story would be uh, good enough to have bad art with it. 
the story was was not great. I did find it interesting, and and I think that what what Jay says is right in the in the sense that the pacing is really off, and the 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 reveals are a little clumsy. Like I feel like I understood what happened in the book, but at the same time, like let's say Jay or you were like. So what I think happened is this, that, and the other. I don't know that I'd be able to argue with you just because, it, depending on what you said, I very well could interpret that ending from what I saw in the last, like, you know, like four to six pages as well, because it's it doesn't feel very clear and definitive of what happened, you know. And just like how Jay said, oh, they didn't leave you with a hook. It's like, yeah, like it does kind of just stop and you know like they tell you like in the x-men era books they end with the kirkoan at the end and i know like again like obviously neither one of you can read kirkoan because why would you <laughs> but right. but i can <laughs> and so and so you know like the first thing at the end of the book it like that's kirkoan for next and that's like at the end of every X-Men comic. So I know like what this, next looks this like. Right here? Yeah, the top part is no no that that that's next. Okay. Not that. The thing the, in white, the, the the writing in white is next. And every every X-Men comic ends with that next. Yeah. And then what what's next is what's in the bottom in the black. And that actually says that says Modoc. And then you'll see that in the picture behind it is actually a picture of Modoc. And so, you know, you may not necessarily recognize that as Modoc off the top, but if you know that what you're reading is Modoc, when you look at that picture, you're like, oh yeah, that's Modoc. You know? But again, still not I, a hook. I, no, it's not a hook. I agree. I it, it 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 at least you know though that you're like, okay, well. There is going to be another issue, and I guess Modoc's going to be in it, and that I'm sure that they're hoping that that might pique your interest. But you know, but the fact of the matter is, it's like it's in Krakoan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you know, I've been reading these letters and deciphering this stuff since 2019, so I don't need. <laughs> I, I used to. I I how had. Do, how do you say Modoc in Krakoan? You know, it's interesting because. Krakoan, for all intents and purposes, is almost like a psychic language. And that kind of goes back to what we were talking about with how many psychics there are in the X-Men, right? Yeah. Like, like, like you don't, no one has to learn Krakoan. Like, when you go to Krakoa, a psychic literally just dumps it into your head. <laughs> and so, and so, it's like, you, you barely, you barely, like, it's barely spoken out loud, you know? <laughs> so... <laughs> So I, I I don't know. Like that right answer is I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and it looks like it's. I mean, the M looks like an M. Right. The o looks like an O. All it's all it is is a stylized alphabet. Like yeah. even the X, the X looks like an X when you know what you're looking at. But oh, like that X is the Krakoan X. Uh, no, I don't think so. It, what's it in the bottom where it says next? The fourth, the third letter. Oh, it's kind of like four squares. Yeah, see, yeah. 
And you know, it's like, okay, like you you understand how that could be an X from a stylized kind of perspective, you know, when like there's there's some letters that don't make any sense. Like the B, B is hard. Like I always forget B. Yeah. Now B B is basically like F upside down. And like the it looks like an F. Like a T. Say again? The T does is not like a T. Oh yeah, you know what? And see that's the thing, like for Cohen actually has no a couple T? extra letters. Oh. So like the T doesn't look like a T, but you know why is because when you take that letter and turn it upside down, it's actually T H. Uh. And so it kind of which it doesn't look like a T then either, but it kind of looks a little bit like half of an H or like an H with a T on it. You right. know what I mean? Like half it's H, two half legs, just one leg, almost like a Y. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. And so yeah, so there's like a few letters yeah, like like, <laughs> like like S is like that and and C is like that where yeah because C when you, what C when you turn it around it's C H man and I think it has like a dot in it or something I don't remember but there you go Spanish there you <laughs> there you go so you see like there yeah so that's what the Krakoan alphabet looks like and it yeah it's no joke. <laughs> but that yeah, it's a wild thing. It's a wild thing. So we should have a Krakoan logo for when we review X Men. <laughs> that would be look. I'm I'm all for Krakoan and Krakoan anything logo. Like it's funny because I remember when um, like this is how long ago this was. Uh, Mike Weldman was still working at Comic Bug, <laughs> and when when these Krakoan joints came out like one of his staff um put a, a post-it note on the register in Krakoan and he put it like that so it faces the customers and I was looking at it and I read it out loud and Mike was looking at me like what are you reading and he looked and he saw that I was looking at the Krakoan note and he's like you can read that <laughs> and I'm like yeah I've been reading a lot of X-Men <laughs> So where it says next, Larry, where it says next, like what what is the little thing? Because it has like end caps, like those aren't letters. Yeah, yeah I, I, it's just a stylized end cap thing. I don't like it's literally just design. It's not letters. I'm over here trying to see like man, there's like there's six letters in next, and I'm trying to look no at the letters, no it's like, four oh, letters and just two things on the side. I don't know brackets, Krakoan brackets. I hope whoever thought of it like gets an embolism or something. I'm pretty sure that's Hickman. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Look, knowing him, he probably already has one. He probably had a brain injury, and that's how he's so brilliant. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like when, when they remove that tumor, he won't be able to write anything anymore. Right. He pushed the crayon <laughs> far up his nose and <laughs> So, you know, but it, it's an interesting thing because I will say that, you know, all in all, um, like, I mean, you all know, like, like Joe, you mentioned it earlier, like, I'm a huge X-Men fan. And I was actually interested in this book just because, you know, I like, I have different feelings about some of these different characters, you know, like some of them I like more than others, but they're all cool characters. Like, none of them are like, Who's that, or why would that? Why would who want to see that person on the team? Like I understand why 
any of these people would be somebody's like like favorite or second favorite ex character. So I'm just like I was, I was surprised Mero was like actually super cool in this one. Like yeah. not that I was surprised not that I was surprised that she was cool. Like I like like I like Mero a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I do man, the bone spacesuit. That's lame that's as hell. Awesome. I hate it. That that is just amazing. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, Joe. And her re and I love her reasoning for wanting to try it. Like Yeah, that's a like, good reason. Yeah, I've been wanting to try it ever since I found out we can come back to life. Right. Like that's awesome. Yeah. I what I don't get is how Banshee could scream in space. Hey, listen, that was messed up too. And and I think these are the little things that bothered me about the book where it's like bone spacesuit is like why would like a bone spacesuit doesn't make any sense like what like i mean let's say the bones are airtight okay but like has no air right (laughs) it's like like i don't know like it's like all all the air is just whatever she trapped in the suit at the time like and don't get me wrong it's like we got x-men doing all types of like Different kind of like obviously you have a cannonball going out into space, which she's done plenty of times. You have armor doing the same thing, but I feel like both of those characters has been established that you know not only do their powers make them give them a certain amount of invulnerability, but we know that air gets trapped into inside of those things yeah. in a certain way. And he has like a kinetic shield, way, right? It doesn't like like uh Cannonball have a kinetic shield? There's yeah, a, he does. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Yeah. And and there's even like uh like no one's figured it out per se, but they've theorized that you know his his kinetic shield might actually be doing something that helps sustain him on the inside, like converting things from the outside of his environment in a way that makes it like makes it sustainable for him on the inside. Okay. And that's why he's able to go through space or underwater and things like that, you know? And for Mero, it's like, it just, like, Bone doesn't do that. So, <laughs> so it's kind of like, oh. And then the same thing with Banshee. Like, Banshee opened the airlock and then let out a scream. And it's like, if you're in space and you, like, breathe out, like, don't you, like, pop? Like, like no. <laughs> no, that's... No? No, that doesn't happen now. So what happens? Uh, you just breathe out. Like you, you'll feel a little pressure, but uh, it's a it's, it's a vacuum, right? Okay. I mean, I don't know, man. It's like He'll don't get me wrong. Flat. Like I'm not even going. I'm not even talking about so much like the the elemental aspect of it because it's obviously like you know you're gonna freeze but okay let's let's ignore that aspect of things it's like the last thing you want to do is, is go out into space and de de decompress yourself you know what I'm <laughs> like I don't know it feels like something bad would happen to you if you go into space and breathe out voluntarily you know <laughs> but I don't know it's like and then Banshee of course like doesn't have Anything that would necessarily protect him from that, but you know, and Mero, Mero does have a healing factor. I guess that is true. Mero does have a healing factor. Yeah, that probably helped. I don't her know, live. man. It's like I feel like 
healing factor is what keeps you from being able to come back when you run out of air. Like once you get back into air, like the healing factor is like, okay, you know, it's like, it's just like how you have like those little, uh, what are those little bugs? I can't remember what the little bugs are that are like tardigrades. There you go. The toughest thing on the planet, right? It's like, I, I think of those, those hardcore healing factors are like the tardigrades, right? It's like, yeah, like, can you survive if you get jumped out into space? Sure, but you're not effective. You know, <laughs> it's like you basically go into hibernation and then when you get back into a, a less hostile environment, then you can probably come back and your healing factor, like in the same way how Wolverine got encapsulated in that adamantium, right? Like, that's what the bone spacesuit is for. That's the less hostile environment? Yeah. Okay. But I it was open. Okay. I don't know. I'm I'm guessing. Like I could <laughs> it was just it, I could be wrong and it could be it could be dumb, but it's like oh, hey. it's on the cooler side of dumb. Like if you if you if like it, it you dumb, like it. It's on the cooler side. And that's all that matters. It's like as long as you like it, then great for you. You know what I'm saying? I, so yeah, I just feel like there's a lot of which and it, it's wild because it's not like, you know, uh it's Vida Ayala, right? That wrote this? No, Teeny Howard. Oh, Teeny Howard. Yeah. I'm sorry. Teeny Howard is not a bad writer. Like Teeny Howard, in fact, I'm I'm pretty sure Teeny, Teeny Howard is gonna be doing the the continuation of that Excalibur book. And oh really? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't what is it called? Knights of X, I think. Or I think that's what it's called, if I'm not if I'm remembering correctly. But you know, it like the premise and setup for that is actually cool. Like I know Excalibur was one of the books that people were not as keen on as far as like X-Men fans, but personally, I thought it was an interesting book. Like I, I like throughout its entire run, I it, it wasn't my favorite X book, but I found it interesting. So I know she can write, and it just feels like there are a lot of like little, like it, it's a little lazy, and I don't know why it turned out that way because it's not like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's doing a lot that I don't know about. Mo, are you a Teeny Howard fan? I never heard of him. Her. I'm looking at this okay. cover for Euthanauts, and like she does Marvel and she does horror. And this cover for Euthanauts is actually pretty awesome. I will show you that. I haven't heard of Euthanauts, but that's a cool title. It's like little kids killing themselves. This is the only thing I've ever read that's Teeny Howard. Yeah. Did Teeny Howard write X Corp? Yes, these are her works. Oh. X, X Corp wasn't a good book either. So... Maybe it's 50-50 on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Which, but I like that cover. Huh? I like the Euthanauts cover. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's yeah. 100 bullets <laughs> No one knows what that is. 100 bullets? Yep. You know what it is. <laughs> Comic fans, yeah. never heard of it. Not hey, man. look. It's only uh, us three and like four other people listening. So, <laughs> us three know what it is. That's all that matters. Uh, no, they got Google. Hundred. So, I guess it's about time we rate this book. Two so. and a half out of five for me. 
Okay, well, there you go. Mo's Mo, Mo jumping in two and a half out of five. Well, she's done a that. bunch of Rick and Morty comics. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I've never read a Rick and Morty book, comic book. Oh, I, I have. I regret it. <laughs> I can imagine that it may not translate as well. And it was censored. Yeah. Yes. The problem is that there's also things that happen in like in the show, like the Revengers episode. Like, oh, the Revengers episode, the, the, it's like the third time they team up. The other two times were in the comic book. Oh, really? Yeah. So from that aspect, it's like, okay, I want to read it, but then when I try, it's not that good of an experience. Mm. So, Jay, what would you rate Secret X-Men? Um, I don't know. That's hard. Like, there are some things I really enjoy about it, like the word scramble. I like the email that it starts off with. Mm -hmm. I like the characters and the plot seems like it might be interesting. But I dislike the art. I dislike how disjointed it is. I dislike the lack of a hook. Well, actually, that's not that bad. Like, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what to give this. So I will give it a three. That's fair. I would give it a three also. It's like, I just kind of feel like <coughs> it has characters I like, but the art's not great. And uh, the situation had promise, but at the same time, it doesn't quite deliver. So, yeah, three seems like the way to go. Maybe the next issue will be better. Uh, you know, I, I know it's going to be a limited series, but I don't know how many issues it is. Hopefully not more than four or five. <laughs> That's always a bad sign. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. But there you have it, folks. All right, should we do a little bit of news before we get out of here? Yeah, man. All right, yeah, let's do it. Woo! Comic book news. We should have a like, uh, like her. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. All right. So. Uh, oh man, you know I apologize. I should have had the the um, pictures, the side by sides ready, but we did have the the story that broke uh, basically over over the week where a fan noticed that Joel Jones seemed to be copying Peppa Larraz's artwork from X Men. Ironically enough, which you made a reference to earlier, yeah. Mo, and uh, which you know, I, it, it, it's it's a wild thing just because you know, Joel Jones is like, like has has come amazing to prominence. Artist. Yeah. Huh? She. I mean, she's an amazing artist. Right. Come to prominence. Well, not recently, but has come to prominence in the last few years. An amazing artist in her own right. She's writing and drawing. Uh, well, I, I guess she was writing and drawing the Wonder Girl book, which recently got canceled. And, you know, people are like, I, we don't know why, because, you know, it seemed like everybody liked it. But 
you know, here here's the side by side. She did a, a I think this was interior art for a Teen Titans book, I think it was. Um, correct me if I'm wrong or if somebody else remembers what it is, but I think it was a Teen Titans book. And these no, this it's picture, Amazon's uh it's an Amazon's oh, book. That makes sense. That makes sense. And so you know, people saw this this picture and they saw the other picture of the young lady in the spot where Jean Grey is, and people are like, that's the same thing. And it is. <laughs> it, it is like she she tried to hide it <laughs> by putting characters over places, like pieces of of the uh of you know some of the some of the uh like distinguishing parts but you know when you kind of look at it you i mean you don't have to kind of look at it i mean i think you can pretty much tell if it's side by side it becomes pretty evident even that's like the, uh, the dress that the one on the left was wearing because that's polaris right no that's uh jean gray with green hair oh i'm sorry the one yeah the one with the hands out is polaris yes i thought yeah. when you said on, on the left i thought you were talking about Jean Grey next. No, oh, she's the one that was traced was Polaris, right? Polaris and, and Jean and Grey. Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl is also in the Jean, uh, a trace of Jean Grey. Yeah, in the same. You page? see the the hand. Yeah, on the same page. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, been. like if you look at them, like literally the Jean Grey and the Polaris in that same picture are like. Yeah, but we only saw Polaris and was it Donna the. Yeah, but put put up the picture again that you showed, just the one that you showed. So if you uh, put that, one? if you put, oh, hold on. Uh, yeah, no, take your time. Or if you have them both, Jay, you can show the one that was both. That I only have the big one. Uh, I don't have. One. Like I have this one. Got you. So, but I, so if you I'm see where Polaris, if you see where Polaris is, yeah. To to Polaris's left, you'll see Jean Grey's legs. Okay. And in the in the other okay. image of the, the to her Amazon. Left or to her right. Huh? To her left or to her right? Because to her left. Well, I'm I not see... talking about her. I'm talking I'm not talking oh. about her left and right. I'm talking about the image as we see it. Okay. So to the left of Polaris as we're looking at it. Uh-huh. You can see the legs, and that's Jean Grey's legs. Okay. But in the other image, there there's a character and it's basically in that same pose that, that Jean uh -huh. Grey's in, but she didn't put it like right next to that character. Well, the point she I'm moved it a little to... bit further to the left of, like, of the image. That little flare that she has in the skirt or whatever or hip. Mm -hmm. Like she did that, but it just looks off because it is traced. Right, exactly. It's different, right? And that's the okay, same thing so that happens. Full. Right. So check out Polaris and Jean Grey. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Donna Troy and Wonder Girl. Yeah. And you can see the same thing kind of happens. Which one's Wonder Girl? The blonde one? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now Do you not back. know Wonder Girl? No, I don't know. She no doesn't look distinguishable in that picture. 
Yeah. Doesn't matter. That looks She's like, like the only I mean, one I mean, Amazon in DC. But she does. But no, this doesn't necessarily involve. So what's like, this, uh, So what's this main character that Joel Jones was working on? The one in the front. That's uh, a yeah. Wonder Girl. What's, like right. I, that's the Wonder Girl I, I know. <laughs> so when you tell me Wonder Girl, Wait. and I'm like the blonde one, <laughs> like it's not that strange because there's two Wonder Girls in this picture. Well, no, there's like three. Oh, oh again, <laughs> again. When you say Wonder Girl, I'm only gonna think of the title character that oh, is. Has been see, Joe. He He's pulling an angel on you. You don't like it when it's you yeah. on the other end of it, huh? You don't right. like it, huh? No, I angel. love it. No, you don't. I love it. <laughs> That's because you're broken inside. <laughs> All right. Well, it, yeah. Well, yeah, man. So it, it became evident to people, and people were putting up the the fade-in pictures and the side-by-sides, and they're like, you know, what's going on? I Like, obviously, well, I will say obviously. I don't know if it was a time thing. I don't know what she was doing, but it's definitely disappointing. It's not that disappointing. I'll be honest. I'm not disappointed. Yeah. Like, I get why people are disappointed. Like, I get why people are disappointed. But I'm personally not disappointed. Um, Why are you not disappointed, Jay? I don't know. I don't care. Like, it's still, I'm still getting good artwork. Um, <laughs> so, that's fair. Like, okay. I get it. And I, I feel like if that were the only element to the composition, mm-hmm. then I would feel differently about it. Right. But you've got like four uh, elements four or five that are independent of the two stolen ones. Yeah. So right. it's like, okay, out of six elements or out of seven elements, two were stolen or plagiarized. Like I'm, I'm willing to cut slack for that. that like if you had taken the whole team, like if you had basically, if she had traced the whole X-Men scene and just replaced them with Amazons, then I would be a little disappointed. But like the majority, like when you look at the picture, the foreground is original. It's right. really just two background characters. Right. They got and they look they look out of place. Do they? The the yeah. page itself looks like a Joel Jones page. <laughs> yeah. So it's not except like... for those two characters. But the thing is, if you didn't know, if you never heard of that title, that X Men title, or you didn't read it. You wouldn't be like, oh man, these two characters look weird here. I think I would. Nah, you wouldn't. Because it it doesn't look like her work. Now, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't have. I would not have been like, oh, she obviously traced somebody or swaps or swiped somebody else's work. I would not have said that because I would not have thought that she would have done that. But if you look at the picture again, like you can tell, like it doesn't look like the rest of the stuff. It's like it looks it looks out of place, especially when you look at like the foreground, when you look at Yara and the people around her, and then look at those two, it looks like 
oh, like, what's going on with this? <laughs> but why do you feel like it's not that, or you're not that disappointed by it, bro? Why are you not Because, you know, sometimes artists, like, you think they're that great, but they're really, like, for example, this, this, uh, I don't know if this happened here, but in this X-Men, Secret X-Men book, all mm-hmm. right, you look at that center on Sunspot's chest, mm-hmm. that little logo, the little sun mm-hmm. thing. Now, mm-hmm. the guy that drew it probably just put in Photoshop, put spliced it in, tilted it, you know, and did that. And it's like, man, he did that instead of drawing it himself. That's fucked up. He's not a good artist. <laughs> like, no, he's I'll trying to honest. get this cover out on time. Yeah? I, I thought it was the Gold Lantern logo. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> but either way... That's like, actually another, another Hickman creation from... Uh, new Avengers, like when when Cannonball, like Hickman was the one that put Cannonball and Sunspot on the Avengers, and he gave like basically like every Avenger like a logo because you know Hickman does yeah. iconography for everything, yeah. and that was like the symbol that he used for Sunspot, and that's why the thing that Cannonball has on his chest is like his symbol. Yeah, <laughs> like and so yeah so. It, it's it's crazy, but I I feel what you're saying. Where you're like, you don't have to draw that when you could just it's just shapes, right? right? Or so like you can just go to like Spider Man, like it's cut and paste. You just draw Spider Man's head in every position, and you just cut and paste <laughs> and put it. And it's like, oh man, that artist is tight. And it's like now you can tell when artists do that, but it's like, hey, they gotta get that book on time. You know what I mean? So right. It, it's it they do things like especially when you're talking about architecture. And drawing all these straight lines, like they use tools for that. And to me, it's like, well, yeah. I can draw a straight line with a ruler, like mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, that's how I might gonna praise that artist like that. He's, but it, this isn't art. This isn't fine art. This is graphic design on a time crunch. Yeah. I mean, it it can be both, though, right? But it doesn't have to be both every single time <laughs> or every panel, you know. Right. Some panels, right. like, I mean, look, like, so you would, like, I said earlier about that Secret X Men book. I rather they traced all this from Pepe Larraz, and uh, and had good art than than right. did, you know, right. And, it's like, and it looks bad because they're probably trying to make a time crunch. They're not communicating with the different team that's working on it, like the colorist and shader or whatever. You know, they probably had an extra guy like doing the gray tones or something, you know? Right. So, it's, you know, it's a time crunch. And like I said, the rest of the page looks like a Joel Jones page. Yeah. It's those two characters that stand out. In the moment, it wouldn't stand out to me, especially if the book was good. I, I will say that, that you know, figured it out. Go ahead, Jay. Uh, I was going to say we should wrap it up. Okay. Yeah. No, I guess it is about that time. Larry, what are you gonna say before, uh... I was, I was going to say that, you know, I feel like uh, oh, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have a problem with artists cutting corners to get neat deadlines. I think the biggest thing is it's one thing to, like, you know, use a tool or even, like, in the like sense of, like, a Greg Land where he uses like photo references or traces his own work, like he and reuses photos. it, huh? He traces photos. Well, yeah, but uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, what he used like photo reference or 
you know, that's not a photo reference. That's tracing a photo. Well, okay, no, I'll give you that. But what I'm saying is, tracing a photo to me is not not good, but it's not as bad as tracing somebody else's artwork, like that they actually drew themselves. Because you know I, how much time it takes. It's not worse. Why is it worse? Well, look, it's worse because if it was if it was you know seven seven thirty in, in the evening, it'd be I'd explain to you. But we're just out of <laughs> <laughs> all right. Jay, why don't you give us some final thoughts, man? Um, gee, I did not come prepared with the final thought. Um, but Hell Sonya's good. Fox Machina's good. Like us, watch our stuff over and over and over because we need the watch time. Amen. Just like put us on in the background when you go shower or something. Do it. Moses Magnum, final thoughts. Uh, you want good art that's not Trace? Read uh, the excellent number one. <laughs> there it is. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back again next week. In the meantime, do what Jay said. Like, subscribe, play us in the background. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see more of, uh, and we'll make that happen for you. We're the Fantastic Forum. We'll be back next week. Until then, we're out. We're out.